0: This random afternoon last summer, I was mindlessly scrolling through my news feed for my phone when this curious story catches my attention. It's something about the president of Somalia wanting to develop their tourism business to help boost their economy. I'd actually already clicked past the article and I was skimming other stories by the time these rather incongruous words finally seeped into my consciousness and stuck there: Somalia and tourism. Now, I admit having very little knowledge of Somali at that time, and to be honest, if I was playing a word association game like Family Feud or something, the only words that would probably pop into my mind next to the word Somalia would be Civil War, Al-Shabaab, Black Hawk Down, drought, refugees, and pirates, but definitely not tourism. So My curiosity got me searching back to the article where I discovered that it was not an article about Somalia at all. It was, in fact, about Somali land. So... What was Somaliland, I'm wondering? It sounded kind of like a Disney-esque theme park within Somalia, or maybe a cultural exhibit at a Festival of Nations event, I don't know. But more curiosity got me onto another Google search to discover that Somaliland is, in fact, a country, and has been apparently for the past quarter century. Located in the northwest corner of the Horn of Africa on the east coast of Africa, Somaliland broke away from Somalia in 1991, formed its own nation has its own democratic government, military, police force, and even currency. And according to Google, Somaliland is also known for beautiful beaches along the Gulf of Aden, desert scenery, ancient caves with 7,000-year-old Neolithic art, friendly people, and a peaceful environment despite the fact that they are arguably located in one of the most volatile regions on the planet. So this is all pretty impressive. Their biggest challenge actually, is that they're not internationally recognized by the rest of the world yet, which means they have no UN representation, no international banking, and no outside investment. So building tourism actually would not only be a good economy booster, but in a way, it would market Somaliland to the outside world to ultimately potentially gain international recognition that they're looking for and get them on the map, you know, literally and figuratively. So. I'm thinking, well, this is a really genius idea. And besides, I always say that tourism is really one of the best ways to increase world peace by decreasing social isol- isolation. So my marketing wheels are kind of turning and I make this little mental note, talk to the president of Somaliland about helping them with an ad campaign someday. I put that on my bucket list, which doesn't mean a lot. I've got all kinds of other quirky things on my bucket list that have no real deadline to them. I want to pet a camel as well that's on it's on there too so a few days later my obsessive nature is starting to creep in it tends to do this from time to time i can't stop thinking about this somaliland tourism idea And i just had to give you know props to the president it's a bold ambition to go after you know it's, it's kind of up there like when jfk said we're going to put a man on the moon you just kind of went for it you just name it and claim it and off you go and especially in the world today, where cultural divisions are being exploited so much. Immigrants and Muslims targeted by, you know, fearmongers. You know, the world is just on edge. And, you know, Somaliland is part of the proposed travel ban by the current administration. And here they are saying, welcome to our country. Come visit us and see what we're all really about. And uh, I just thought that was it's a pretty, pretty fascinating concept for the world right now. So just for kicks now, I'm Googling tourism companies in Somaliland, perusing photos, studying rates. and apparently they have five-star hotels, Wi-Fi, good, English-speaking guides that will accompany you everywhere you want to go, as well as armed guards that must accompany all foreigners to guarantee security, which, okay, I have to admit that armed guards hold little appeal following me around everywhere I go, but of course I understood that this is a volatile part of the world and one bad incident with a foreign guest could be enough to easily tank a fledgling tourism industry. So it's best to make sure everybody's well protected, I get that. Now the following week, now I'm wondering what routes people take to get there, visa requirements and finally I'm on the phone with my travel agent <laughs> innocently asking a few questions and by August my plane's touching down in Hargesa, the capital of Somaliland. We all saw that coming. Anyway, as arranged, my colleague and travel partner Andy and I, we were met by our friendly English-speaking guide, Bedri, as well as our armed escort and his semi-automatic rifle. And we all pile in the SUV and spend the next few days just cruising across the country, through the deserts, explored the ancient caves of Las Gilles, amazing, collecting seashells while wading in the Gulf of Aden, shopping for exotic fabrics in the urban markets. We were eating goat curry on the patio of our luxury hotel while scrolling through my news feed and having a very chill experience that I had envisioned, except, except for the 100 degree heat of August, not so chill, but I even got Bedri to pull the car over a few times so I could pet a camel on the side of the road as we were crossing through the desert. And yes, the armed guard was standing next to me petting the camel. But I have to say, all in all, Somaliland was, I thought it was pretty awesome. And I imagined sightseeing tours and study abroad trips. And I could totally see how tourism could be a huge step here in creating the world peace that we're all searching for. If people are connected. Money's circulating. You know, once it becomes discovered by the masses, of course, this place will be overrun with tourists and everyone will have to wait in long lines for everything, prices will go up, etc. And now is the perfect time for everyone to go. Really gotta call the president of Smelling Land about an ad campaign. Anyway, on the second to last day, so we had this serendipitous chance to stop by a school that we'd heard about online. It's called the Abarso School, a private boarding school for Somaliland's best and brightest teenagers and it's preparing them specifically to be future leaders. So had a chance to sit with the headmaster, sat in on a world history class and then finally we we were allowed to just sit and chat with a a group of 15 year olds. These two girls Amira and Nemo and these two guys Abdi Salam and Abdi Khani. And these kids were just amazing. They were bright funny and just cute and cool and And they're all straight A students, and their English is perfect. And we just spent an hour just laughing and talking about everything from which countries they're following in the Summer Olympic Games in Rio, they're cheering for the UK soccer, to the latest episode of Game of Thrones, which they were addicted to. And we even talked about the drama of the US presidential election between Trump and Hillary. And, you know, they're so connected to everything going on in the world. And also, like teens everywhere, they're totally socially connected. They had all the latest social media apps on their smartphones. But what struck me, though, was how although these kids are so informationally connected to everything going on in the outer world, they're totally unrecognized by it. Nobody knows they exist. Nobody outside their borders know they exist. They are unrecognized teens living in an unrecognized country in a corner of the world, that nobody really thinks about unless of course there's some horrible news being shared or famine and these people tend to feed my starving children dried food packing event but nobody knows these kids these brilliant kids watching the world from their tv and devices with all they have to offer but they are totally unable to participate and that just that just boggled my mind so we had one more day in town and i thought you know it would be fun to do a little activity with these kids. We often do this with kids that we work with in our different international programs. It's something that could stretch their minds, get them thinking creatively. So we cook up this plan to make a mock TV commercial for Somaliland tourism. And I'm thinking, actually, this could be really genius because these kids are so captivating that you know we could make this video, throw it up on YouTube. video video's gonna go viral. Everybody's gonna see what Somaliland has to offer they'll all start calling their travel agents. Of course, the president of Somaliland is going to call me, discuss more of my brilliant ideas on how to market their country, and then things are going to really take off. And most importantly, though, of course, the mere process of doing this little video commercial, it's going to help these kids have an active role in bridging the divide, which, you know, just taking action, even, in, even if it seems like just silly action, pretend action, it kind of just starts to give them a voice and a voice to the outside world, and a chance to welcome them into theirs. So we get permission from the headmaster of the school. We all pile back in the SUV with the driver and the armed bodyguard and his machine gun. We spend a whole day just cruising around Hargesa, where these kids took us to visit a few of the interesting and important sites and our game arcades, ice cream parlors, all the stuff they like to do, where they like to hang out. When I got home to the U.S., I kind of edited together this little amateur music video commercial and emailed the kids the final version for their review. And as anticipated, they, they were excited. They thought it was super cool. And they just, I said, all right, you guys, this is yours. Forward it to everyone you know. And they did. And they, you could tell it went around their school. And we're watching the little view counter climb higher and higher. And you know, we're all kind of wondering, is hey, this going to go viral Will there be comments coming back from other kids on the other side of the world who are excited to include them in their lives somehow or get to know them? But for the next week we watched as the view counter climb, but it stalled out around 200 views. It seemed to just reach the extent of their networks. And yeah, we were all kind of bummed. Video's not going to go viral, at least right now. Like, it just sort of hit this wall, though. That's what got me it was like this metaphorical wall that just separated these kids from the rest of the world so the tourism industry hasn't taken off yet of course the president of Somaliland still doesn't call me either but our meeting is still on my bucket list and I am still determined to help with this tourism vision not because I think their country needs to be recognized as much but because these teens need to be recognized I think all teens need to be recognized and the rest of the world. They need to know who they are, but beyond statistics. And I think that the world is incomplete without them. So the question that I now would pose to our GSD teen operatives is, how can your generation succeed into the future if everyone isn't able to participate? And I want to know, are there teens within your own cultural borders that are isolated and unrecognized? What are your thoughts on this? Share them and we'll post them on our GSD site, and for listeners, click on the GSD operative responses next to this podcast, and you'll hear some of their thought-provoking insights from the minds of GSD teens. In the meantime, I'm Dina Fessler from the GSD Hayloft. Join me for the next adventure, and if you want to uh, us to send you updates in your right into your inbox, just send us an email. <laughs>